Welcome to Faith and Family. I'm Sarah Golseth. We have a great program ahead of us talking about Older Americans Month with Lutheran Senior Services in studio, and I hope you'll stick around for that conversation. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for their support of Faith and Family. To find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin, you can go to our website, kfuo.org, and look for that CUW logo in the sponsor section. With me in studio today, we have a wonderful group of people from Lutheran Senior Services and, of course, Anne-Marie Wallace. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, and welcome to our uh, rainy St. Louis again. I know. (laughs) Um, For those of you who have maybe not been watching the news or are not within the St. Louis or Missouri area, yeah, we've had a little bit of a rain which is a bit of an understatement. But yes, we all are sporting our umbrellas. Yes, as, uh, it's our fashion past, statement right now. <laughs> these past few weeks, so true. But you're right, um, we are celebrating Older Americans Month, which is throughout the entire month of May. And so at Lutheran Senior Services, this is especially a, a celebration month for us all. Is is That's what we do every day of the year, but in May, I guess we just take it up a notch even further. And so I have brought some incredible guests with me today, and they're going to be speaking a lot about older Americans, about aging in terms of how that's changing. And so actually in a moment, I'm going to introduce Anne Ceremi to everyone. And then as well, we've got one of our residents from Breeze Park. His name is Lyle, um, and he's going to be sharing some words of wisdom (laughs) with us. And he's got a lot of wisdom to share with that as well. So, and then we also have some special a little later on, but I'll keep that to myself. And yeah, sure. we have we have you guys for a full hour today. That is a special treat on a Thursday. Usually it's just a half hour. You lucky duck. I know. Today we have a full hour of all things LSS, which is really exciting. And a all full hour th- yeah. of Lyle. I know. <laughs> so, like I said, I'd like to introduce everyone listening and those who are watching as well, because if you remember, Sarah... We always Facebook Live our um, our time with you here. So if you go to facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services, you'll be able to see what's happening in studio. And I promise you're going to want to see what's happening today because, like I said, we've got a few surprises as well. So I want to take this moment to introduce Anne Ceremi. She's our Director of Marketing. And in that position, Anne just has a wealth of information as she talks to some of our residents, some of our potential future residents. And so she hears a lot of the concerns that older Americans have and also how aging is changing, our perceptions of aging and and what kind of surrounds that. So I'm super excited to bring her in studio to share her expertise. And thank you so much. Thanks, Amory. It is always so exciting to be here. And, you know, as you know, our mission at Lutheran Senior Services is older adults living life to the fullest. So that's what we're all about today. That's great. That's great. So Anne-Marie, or not Anne-Marie, Andrea, or yes. Anne. <laughs> There's all, so many Anne's oh in goodness. this room today. I got to keep those names straight today. <laughs> so Anne, um, you're talking about um, how aging is changing. And is this something that's um, that changes quickly or are these changes that you've really seen uh, more recently? Well, it's really been an evolution. You know, what's been so interesting to us in the industry is to recognize how many older adults have been increasing in population as the years go on. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the pre-World War II days, that, that silent majority, those folks who, um, you know, really were the ones that have been the heart of, of Americans that really did so much for our organization, and really th- things evolved from them. They really were the ones who uh, 
started the baby boomer generation because right. after of course uh you know world war ii everyone came home mm-hmm. and you know the birth rate you know doubled. started families exactly yeah. <laughs> and it was an exciting time for all of us and so now we are in a, a situation where in the next 10 years you know we're going to have a, a double population of age 65 and higher which is just incredible sure 50 increase from 2010 so what we have to do and what we're challenged with and our mission truly at Lutheran Senior Services is how we help this aging population, how we help ourselves who are aging and how do we prepare. So today I want to talk just a little bit about preparing and really what should we be doing right now, whether we are in that situation where we are an older American or we know that we are a, we call them ACIs, which is an adult child, helping our parents try and prepare. What can we do? What are some tangible things we can do, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about possibly places where you know it makes sense for us to look at. What are some of the pitfalls? What are the things that are advantages? Lyle's going to talk a little bit specifically a little bit later about Breeze Park, which is one of our life plan communities. And we're also going to talk about purpose. You know, what are some of the things that older adults may want to be thinking about doing to just increase that purpose in life? And then, of course, I want to just mentioned something about peace. We are a faith-inspired organization, and mm-hmm. that is at the heart of who we are. So that's kind of where I wanted to go today and just share with everyone some exciting celebration about older Americans. Sure, that's great. I know. So kicking us off then, and you said something about preparing, and I know that that's an issue that all older Americans um, are facing as they age. How do I prepare for this transition? And and you actually, I heard, just recently went to an amazing conference. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I was just in Chicago for Leading Age, um, just a, an industry con- conference that really talks about aging Americans, talks about the senior living industry, you know, it talks about trends, but most importantly, talks about problems and issues. And then I also want to share with you that Senior Counts, which is an advocacy group that helps all older Americans, um, really did a survey last, last year, last October, and published the findings. And they reinforced some of the things I learned from Leading Age, that there's really seven main concerns that us, all older Americans have. You know, and there are things like we all like would imagine, you know, there, there are housing problems. Do we have housing to meet the needs now? Or if, there, if you are an older American in a house looking at downsizing, what are your options? What should you be looking at? Um, food problems, preparing meals, not just having enough to eat, but maintaining that healthy diet, maintaining the right things to eat as our bodies change when we get older. Transportation problems affordable, making sure we can get places easily, Um, activities. Now, we talk a lot about this at LSS because vibrant living is everything to us, making sure we have activities for older adults and everyone is engaged is one of the key issues. Uh, Feeling problems, feeling depressed or bored or lonely, we all have them in any age, but they are particularly as our parents get isolated and, you know, we've talked a lot about aging in place on this show and before and, and why, what some of the problems with, with being isolated. Lonely is one of the biggest issues. And that's something we want to make sure we, we address today and, and get some options for their health care problems. Oh, my gosh, getting the health care we need, at, you know, being affordable. And then um, the seventh is really what I call the other category. And one of the things I learned from leading age is how important it is to be prepared legally 
And I did not realize this until this past week, that if you hit 18 years of age, that is when you need to start preparing. That's when you need to get your forms ready. And there's really five forms. And Brian Reinhold is going to be here, what is it, in two weeks? Two weeks from now, yeah. Two weeks. Then he's going to talk about this. And then because it's such an important topic. And he was here, I guess, you know, a couple months ago and was one of our most... Um, appreciated shows because he talked about the five things, the five legal documents that mm-hmm. each of us need to know. And I'm just going to mention them right now because I think it's so important that we um, share with the audience what we need to do to prepare. But I also want to tell you, if you go out to uh, Lutheran Senior Services website, which is lssliving.org, and you go to, at the very top, news, that's where we keep just general information and articles, many of them that have been written by our wonderful Anne-Marie Wallace, okay? <laughs> but bottom line is, if you go into news blog, you'll, have, you'll see something from Brian with his picture with, these, with links to the documents that you need. And real quickly, it's uh, a release of information form, durable power of attorney, advanced directive, healthcare power of attorney, and fifth is the will trust. Those are the five documents we should all um, have executed to make sure we prepare our wishes. And I hear that list and I'm like, gosh, and Andrew said, if you're 18, if you're younger, you should start thinking about these things and really having the prepared and ready. I, I don't have some of them. I don't either. But yeah, yeah. Um, Brian came on a few months ago and gave that great list. So thanks for reminding us all about that. And, and make sure, yeah, check it out, lssliving.org slash blog, and you can search um, for that episode as well. What else you got for us, Anne? Well, you know, you were mentioning before um, we, when we talked here, all the things we have on our website that um, helps our seniors become more engaged. And I promise to share something about purpose and something about connections. And one of the opportunities that um, we have at LSS is to volunteer in so many different ways or become very engaged. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about that later with with Lyle, but what I wanna do is tell you that upcoming, we are sponsoring the Senior Olympics in St. Louis over Memorial Day weekend. And we are so excited and need volunteers to help us. So if you are a resident of one of our many LSS communities, you are welcome to be active and participate if you'd like, but you can also volunteer on behalf of LSS. Um, we also have different events that we'd love for you to come and, and just join us, either in fellowship and get a connection made, or just to uh, to meet other uh, folks at LSS. One of them is at, um, it's, it's, it's really an exciting event on June 8th. It's really a, a, a taste of St. Louis. It's at Schlafly, and it's really to benefit, okay, one of our communities. But I want to share with you, that's just one way you can come and and be a part of the LSS community. There's other different uh, ways you can volunteer, and they're all listed right there on that same news blog. And I think, Sarah, you probably hear this as well, is as Americans are aging and they're retiring, they're still great contributors to society. I mean, Anne talked about the fact that they're the greatest generation and have done so much for us. But in fact, the, the trend is we're seeing more and more older adults are volunteering with their time. They're mm-hmm. they're passionate about causes. And so that's where once they are retiring, they're focusing a lot of their efforts on kind of campaigning on behalf of these great issues. So yeah, we've got excellent volunteers out there. 
Um, and great opportunities. And there are other ones as well, things that people are passionate about and they can join with. But I think that would be another big trend that we're seeing is an uptick in volunteerism. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Amory. No, that is so great. And we have so many volunteers who say, you know, it, it's really made a difference in their lives. Well, there's there's so much that it's it's a two-way thing when you're volunteering. You're not just helping other people, but you also receive so many things um, back from whatever you're doing, just the, the gratification, knowing you're helping people, those types of things too. What's next on your list? Well, you know, I mentioned a few of the issues that all Americans are facing right now. You know, seven of them, and I think I gave a couple of solutions for the... Um, legal one, which is number seven. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about um, really making sure activities and folks are are engaged. So we talked, you know, a little bit of help there, but we haven't talked about some of the housing problems. Mm -hmm. Um, I know in my life, I've had situations where my parents have wanted to stay in the home and they were not able to. And what we did not do in one case was prepare soon enough. Mm -hmm. And what's happening right now is with more older adults, okay, um, staying in their houses later is becoming a crisis situation for the adult child to find the appropriate housing for their parents. Sure. And so parents now, you know, I know many older adults are coming to us and saying, show us what the options are. Show us independent living. If we did want to downsize our house, what are our options, okay, to, to move into a patio home? What's our options to move into a, an apartment home? What about if we need more care? What if we need to, to, we're a little bit farther, we need a little more help. What do we have? And, and what we're finding out is a big concern just nationally. And this is also was you know, evidenced uh, last week in my seminar is that you really need to look at life plan communities mm. where there's a step process. Because if not, if you're in a standalone the issues is that there's a, so many additional costs as the care increases, and if you run out of money, you know you have to you have to find out that you know there's there's nowhere else to go. So it's very important that as your needs change, you find a place to live that allows you a process to, for better care as you need it. And in fact, we talk about it at LSS from the standpoint of, you know, we want to be you know, the, the caregivers, and we want you to be family mm-hmm. because we want your spent time enjoying dinner together, mm-hmm. playing with the grandkids, doing the things that, you know, we don't want to do, which is, I mentioned in the seven, you know, problems with preparation. We don't want older adults worrying about maintenance or housekeeping sure. or laundry, things like that. Sure. We want our parents to be able to enjoy their lives. Well, and Lutheran Senior Services is all about older adults living life to the fullest, and yes, and you can't are. you can't do that if you are you know every every five or six years having to reevaluate if you are in a house. Do you need to move somewhere? Do you need to renovate? Do you need to do this or that? When you're when you're able to to be in a in a life plan community like that, you're you you can relax and you can actually live your life. So my mom was so excited when she moved into Lake Clee Groves, which is <laughs> one of our. Um, many life plan communities, mm-hmm. right? She moved in as in assisted living. And we were kind of excited too, frankly, because what we'd see her was taking her to Walgreens, taking her to buy to dinner. All of a sudden, she not only had meals, you know, prepared in, by an executive chef, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. but also, okay, um, she had transportation to take her to the doctor, to take her to Walgreens, right? They went to so many different luncheons, so many 
outings, places she was telling me places I didn't even know existed that they would visit in groups. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it became this wonderful social life for her. So when we visited, she was so happy because, you know, she had such an act, she had so many things to talk to us about, so mm -hmm. many things about her bridge club, about the book club, all the things, the activities that they were doing, you know, sure. even happier, frankly, you know, so um, <laughs> it really was, became then really much more enjoyable mm -hmm. um, for for us all to, to spend and, and live life to the fullest. <laughs> sure. Sure, and that and and coming into an independent living facility with LSS that gives you that the independence, but also the the community that that all of those things provide, and then the peace of mind that knowing at every stage, whether it's memory care, whether it's long term care, you have the the option. Right. One of the things that happened to uh, my mom is that um, she had a fall when mm -hmm. she was uh, visiting one of um, one of us. She had a fall. And we didn't know what was going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Thankfully, we have reach short stay rehab, which means after a hospital visit, when you are, can't quite go home yet or mm -hmm. don't want you, so you need to, to just have a little more help, um, it's a great place to go. We have reach short stay rehabs at, at all of our life plan communities. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a great way for folks to come and learn about LSS enjoy a you know our time at you know convalescing and, and rehabbing you know in our therapy rooms and with our incredible nursing staff find out about LSS and really understand you know what the options we have sure sure so we've talked about preparing we've talked about having a purpose uh, we've talked about about the place of where you're going to be and you have one more P to talk about Yes, and it's really my favorite, okay? <laughs> and this is the part that I didn't realize when my brother found um, Lutheran Senior Services. Uh, frankly, my mom um, was Catholic, okay? And she's, she's since passed, but um, she's lived, gosh, the last 13 years, okay, um, in one of our LSS uh, communities. And um, I, what I didn't realize and what I'm so excited about is the servant hardness of uh, the staff mm -hmm. at LSS. Frankly, she was at LaClee Groves, and um, this is way before I even have worked for LSS that, that we chose um, this community. And we just knew, based on all the people that were there, based on the interactions we had, how kind and caring everyone was. I, mm -hmm. I have so many examples, I, I don't even want to you know, begin to, to start on it because it's just it just amazes me. And to me, peace, okay, means obviously, you know, making sure um, that your loved one is taken care of, all right? But also for her, she had options to share her faith with others all the time. They had a Bible group. Uh, they actually, uh, she she is, you know, was Catholic. And so there was actually Catholic mass there every Thursday. It's still there at three o'clock. You know, bottom line, you know, we are such a faith-inspired group. Everybody is welcomed. Mm -hmm. And whether, you know, you serve, you know, you know, which, which religion is part of you. We know that all the chaplains at, at Lutheran Senior Services are there for everyone. Every one of our communities has chaplains that are assigned there. And their, their job is just to care for the spirituality mm -hmm. of those, re those residents or guests that um, are with us. And sure. on top of that, also our employees who are there and their family members as well. So they look after the spiritual well-being of each community. And that I know has been an incredible benefit 
for our residents and our employees. Yeah, it really has, Anne-Marie. And it's something is just, you know, I, it's intangible. I can't tell you what it means. And it's so hard when in marketing, we're supposed to be really good at words and making sure everybody understands mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a faith-inspired organization. But what it, to me, you know, it means is making sure that we all are purposeful every day in the knowledge that, that God is first and that we care about each other. Sure. Do you find that that being a faith-inspired institution, does that um, affect the community that people build? Is there is there a different sense of community because of that? Absolutely. You know, we're a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're not here to serve the, the shareholders. You know, that's not our, our primary objective. Our primary objective is to serve the people that we that live with this or we take care of. And that to me is such a different way of, of you know, having, you know, of, of handling yourself and handling your organization mm-hmm. and, and working with others. It just becomes just a, a common good that all of us collectively understand. And I'm sure now that we're, we're talking about this, so we're really lucky today to have Lyle in studio with us. And like Ann said, he's at Breeze Park Senior Living Community. So Lyle, Anne is saying all these things about the community. Can you just tell us in your own words, you know, what's it like at Breeze Park in that, in terms of that community that you have there? What's it, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> what's it like in Breeze Park? It's beautiful. It's meaningful. And it's home. It's home. We drive up and we see the uh, fountain and we say, hey, this is it. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, the big thing that strikes us is how the Lord, you talked about this, but it's really meaningful to us, how the Lord has guided us to Breeze Park. Uh, we feel very definitely that uh, the Lord has been with us in our entire life, and that's that's interesting from that aspect for, with our life journey. But here especially now, we're at Breeze Park, and we really feel that the Lord has guided us in everything that he's done. Um, I'm 83. I guess I'll be 84 soon. But, <laughs> but you know, I I didn't really think about coming to something like this for a long time, and then it got to me when uh, I could no longer mow the lawn, and we decided that it's time for us to look for some place where we could be happy. You mentioned something about choosing. Um, we have a daughter. We have three daughters. Uh, one daughter, our oldest daughter, lives in St. Charles. Our middle daughter lives in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And our youngest daughter lives in Richmond, Virginia. And so um, we decided, or they decided too, I guess, we all talked about it, that it'd be best to look here. So our daughter, Lee, Leanne, she's at Emmanuel Lutheran. She's a preschool director there. She came and looked at various places where we should be, and uh, she picked out three. And then we looked at these three, and I don't know, this is all new to me. I don't know if I can mention this, so I better not, because that's what, <laughs> then I get in trouble, and I don't want to get in trouble. Right? That's a big thing. Well, that's a big I don't thing. think you could ever get in all trouble. Right, anyway, You're the sweetest so we looked man at the three. We looked at the three, and we decided on Breeze Park. Then the background there is uh, we, we put our names in, we, we gave our money, and we, we waited, and... Uh, call Michelle once in a while and say, is it ready? And then finally, uh, it was in December. Um, she called us on a Thursday. I'll never forget it. I've got the date down in my diary, but she called us on Thursday and said, we have an apartment ready for you. 
And if you if you'd like, you have three months to make your decision. I was having surgery on my knee the following Monday, which is the day before Christmas, the 24th, I think it was. And uh, we talked about it. We prayed about it. We called our daughter, Lee, and we said to her, please go over to Breeze Park and look at this apartment and see what you think. So she went and came back that same night and called us back and said, Mom, Dad, I believe you'd be happy here. You'd be um, uh, secluded, and it's really nice. And so we said, okay. I called Michelle the next day, and uh, then I called, that was a Friday, and I called, uh, I called uh, three realtors, and we picked one. I went into the hospital on Monday, had the surgery. Uh, anyhow, to make a long story short, uh, the realtors showed the house. A house was sold, the first person that saw it. And we could then begin to see the Lord's direction as to this is what you should do, folks. And uh, we came. And we were happy. You know, that's the biggest thing. I was hoping we'd have a break so I could look at your numbers there. <laughs> you had those seven things that you're concerned about. What was that first one? Transportation? Um, housing problems. I talked about uh, food problems and then transportation. Oh, oh food problems. Man, food problems. There's no problem at all. <laughs> and, and, you know, we have a beautiful... You know, I can't emphasize the food at Breeze Park is outstanding. You have a variety of meals, and uh, it's always good. You know, my background was I, I was a teacher all my life. And I, and I taught for 44 years, 20 in a parish, and then 24 at River Forest at Concordia. And I would, they bring students to me, that you know, the seniors in high school, and ask them to come in and see, you know, talk to them about college life. And I always ask them, I said, what, what's your favorite impression about Concordia? And they said, oh, wow, it's the food. <laughs> And I said, yeah, that's really good. And I told them, where are you from? And they told me the answer. And I said, pick out, tell me the best restaurant. And they would tell me. And then I would say, okay, now, can you picture yourself eating three meals a day in that restaurant? What do you uh -huh. think? And then they would change. Oh, I don't know. So here we are. Now we're going to Breeze Park Food Dining Hall. They have lunch and dinner. And I thought, hey, I'm going to end up eating my words because it's going to get boring. It is not. Every night, every night, it's not night, it's only 4.30. But every time at 4.30, when we walk out of the house, we say to each other, I wonder who we're going to eat with tonight. Oh, nice. Mm. We have different people that we have. It's, nice. so, it's so beautiful. Uh, well, I know the executive chef, Derek, there, as well as Suzanne, who's our director of dining. I am sure your compliments are so well-deserved on them because they do a fabulous job. They really do. I, and I, I hope, I don't know if you folks have any influence on the top honchos. <laughs> so if you would, please, just tell them. These two are really good. Don't lose them. Oh, I don't think we would. And I've tried some of their food before. In fact, anytime we go to any of our communities, Ann and I are like, and we're going to stop for lunch. This meeting is going to be a lunch meeting because it's that good. We all, we all know I, why Andy does. I, know. Yeah, does I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> the rest of everything is good. You know, I really can't think of anything that we really have some concerns about. Um, that we would say, hey, we're really, this bothers us. 
Uh, we, we don't have anything there. But uh, Well, I'm so glad, Lyle, based on what you're saying and, and what you said earlier, those two things tie in together so well that, you know, we're celebrating, you know, older Americans and, and everything that they did and everything that they continue to do. And yes, there are some issues out there that Anne addressed and talked about. But it's all about coming up with creative solutions and being innovative in what we do so that everyone benefits. Sure. And so, Lyle, thank you so much for backing up those words. Now, I know we probably have yeah, to go to commercial to take a break. break. <laughs> but in a minute, when we get back, Lyle's going to speak some words of wisdom. Like you heard, he's been living 83 years, and he's going to share with us some of the things he's learned along the way. Sure, sure. And and Anne, Director of Marketing for LSS, thanks so much for being in studio with us today. Thanks, Sarah. You're taking off for the next for the next segment, but that's all right. We need to take a break. We'll have more with LSS about Older Americans Month after the break. You're listening to Faith and Family. We'll be right back. Concordia University, Wisconsin, and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee, with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs, and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. If you gave someone an award for being champion of the century, would it be Hillary Clinton? Well, that's the award Planned Parenthood is bestowing on the former presidential candidate for her 40 years of pro-abortion activism around the globe. Planned Parenthood was putting everything they could behind her campaign because she's proven herself to be a hard-nosed abortion advocate. America's unborn babies would have suffered greatly under her administration. Planned Parenthood is also giving their Champion of Change Award to the creator of an immoral TV drama. She's being rewarded for writing a scene depicting a woman smiling as she has an abortion with the cherished Christmas Carol Silent Night playing in the background. This organization and the people they honor promote evil, so it's very important we pray for them. Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. So what are you doing the last week of July? How about spending it with a bunch of fellow Lutherans at the 2017 Institute for Liturgy, Preaching, and Church Music on the lovely campus of Concordia University, Chicago. You'll be singing, praying, learning, loving, and growing together in the Lord. The Institute is for everyone who's passionate about worship. The theme this year is the just live by faith. Make it plain in sermon, service, song. There'll be a hymn festival, concert by National Lutheran Choir, insightful keynotes by David Peterson, William Swirla, and Kevin Hildebrandt, tons of workshops covering the gamut of worship, and you get to hear Daniel Gard give us the goods on the book of Habakkuk. Yeah, you want to be there. July 25th through 28th. You'll be so glad you did. Register today at www.lcms.org 
slash worship institute. This week in Christian churches around the world, the image of a good shepherd is front and center in worship. That will be true also on Sing for Joy this week. For music of both comfort and joy, join us. Sundays at noon on KFUO, the messenger of good news. Trusted, blessed, assurance, delivered, Lutheran, adored, unique, sacred, solid. Those are a few of the words that describe worldwide KFUO. You can trust KFUO to proclaim the gospel message clearly, distinctively, biblically. In a world of lies, KFUO is all about the truth. Listen daily and you'll hear Christ-focused programs you can trust. We're the messenger of good news. Worldwide KFUO. The NLS Braille and Talking Book Program gives patrons with visual or physical disabilities the freedom to read their way. If you want to read in electronic Braille, you can. If you want to read on your phone, you can. If you want to read in heart print, you can. Everybody can read the way they want to read using this program. For more information about the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped Library of Congress, visit loc.gov slash that all may read. Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Sarah Golseth, and today in studio we have Anne-Marie Wallace and a whole bunch of of, uh, of friends from Lutheran Senior Services. We're talking about Older Americans Month. And before the break, we were talking about how aging is changing so much. And, and we introduced our friend Lyle from Breeze Park. So so we're going we're going back to Lyle for some of his words of wisdom. I'm excited for this. Lyle. Lyle. So I asked Lyle when we knew that we were coming on and we wanted, I was like, what, you know, who could we bring on? And I immediately thought of Lyle. <laughs> and you all might remember him if you um, were with us in February when we went out to Breeze Park. Mm-hmm. Lyle was one of our panelists, our resident panelists. And so we've asked him back to share some of his words of wisdom with us because Lyle, you said you're about to turn 84 and I'm sure you have lots of wisdom. Well, thank you. Uh, I don't know if I do or not, but I, we talk about aging and we're here at the lutheran seniors no it's lcms mm-hmm. or the purple palace is what i used to know <laughs> that, right? as I walk, name. yeah as i walked in it hit me i have aged i have aged i had to use a walker to get in my first time that i was ever here was with the uh, group of dc directors from seward and st paul portland and we had our meetings here, and we would discuss things and see with how things were looking and so on and so forth. The second time that I came in was uh, with a group known as, what was it called? The Congregational Services. We came, I was a representative from the um, Northern Illinois District, and we'd come in there and discuss meeting here. The third time was with... Uh, Harvesters for Christ. We were trained how to go into a congregation and help a congregation to spread the word of Christ. And the fourth one was the last time I was retired already, was the reconciliation team. And we learned uh, how to reconcile differences, whatever it might be. And my words of wisdom is something that I used in each one of those meetings. I've been doing it almost all my life. And I would say... 
they'd come up with something and I would say, hey, you know, it's a lot like marriage. It's a lot like marriage. <laughs> and today, it's a lot like marriage. I had no idea what I was really going to be up against and what I was supposed to do. When I got married, I had no idea what marriage was like. Oh, I was excited, but I didn't really know. And I, I, that's been the one words of wisdom that I've used probably so often in my life, uh, various times, and there's there. It's a lot like marriage. The second word of wisdom that I've thought about is something as I believe very strongly about. And that's that I would always tell the students that teaching, teaching is a privilege and it's not a task. And maybe you have to look at this in your life too, that what you do is a privilege and it's not a task. So that was my second one. The third one was something that my father told me. You know, I learned a lot from him. Um, I, was a, I was born and raised on a farm in Iowa, and Pop would be with us, and uh, he, he would talk to me. He gave me my first sex education, and I promised my wife that I wouldn't say it, so I won't. <laughs> but the next thing that he did is that he, he told me one day, and I'll never forget it, when I was talking about someone, he said, Lyle, would you just kindly always ask yourself three times, three things that are important. Is, he said, if you're going to talk about someone, ask yourself, is it kind? Is it true? And is it necessary? If you're going to say something about somebody. And he says, if it doesn't cover all three of those, uh, then don't say it. And then the third thing, uh, next, I, I, I'm a three man, so I, I thought of three things all the time. So the next group of three... I sincerely believe that in your lifetime, you will have three friends, three friends that are really friends that you can go and you can tell something and you can talk about it. And you know, it's not going to go outside the walls. You know that they're going to try to help you. And I've had those three. You notice I said I had. Um, the last friend that I had passed away about a month ago at Laclede's. He had been with me at uh, Concordia, and we had been friends, and I was able to visit with him yet. And he always had so many, many sayings. His name is Merle Radke. And I, I, I think that he always said, it was, we played a lot of golf together, you know, and he would say something, you know, Lyle, I'm just so happy that I was born when I was born. And that would be something I think that is so important. You talked about the, the greatest generation and whatever this is. I sincerely feel that I am also so thankful that I was born when I was born. And then I'll go to the next, next one is... I think people have to watch, and I have to watch myself with this now... Two, uh, I think that we have to watch that we don't whine, shine, or recline. <laughs> and when I say whine, I, I mean uh, the pity party. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody always griping and complaining. We have some people at Breeze Park, not people, I'm sorry, I, sh I shouldn't, forgive me, Lord. Um, I, <laughs> we're, we're the, 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 they don't like the food, it's a little bit wrong or wherever it is. 
they're they're constantly whining, and, I, and I, that's not right. I don't think so. Be careful that you don't whine. And then, shine is where you 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 think that everything is you're the best in everything, and that's you should forget about that. And recline is where you don't do any preparing, and you stop preparing, and you've got to you got to work at it. You really do. Um, you mentioned uh, about Breeze Park. And you thought that I, I, you had something I was supposed to talk about, Breeze Park. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest thing that has happened to me in my life in being at Breeze Park is what I have learned from living there with living life, with a, a book, Living Life and Die, Living Long and Dying Short. And this is, of course, all as you know, is masterpiece living. But to me, the whole thing boils down to those four areas. And we call it the SIPs, which is, you know, social activities, intellectual activities, physical activities, and spiritual activities. If you think about this every day, um, I try, and honestly, I do try, to do something different and new in each one of those four areas. I try to do something like in the social activity. Uh, maybe it'd be the fact of uh, talking with someone, uh, saying something. Uh, I try, yeah, I try to uh, make someone smile. I, I like to see smiles. And so I try my hardest to get somebody to smile every day. Thank you. And so there's a smile. <laughs> there I, I work at that. Um, so it's the social activity of getting along. Um, social, and then the intellectual. Oh, man. Uh, there's so much we can learn. And how things have changed there, by the way. What is it now? If I wanted to know something back when I first started teaching, I had to get it into an encyclopedia, right? Mm -hmm. You have to look it up. And then came all the things. But nowadays, look look at what you can do. What What is that called? Sarah? Siri? You, oh, Siri. 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 Thank, I don't. You say, I, I don't know. But you can just go to that and say, what, what is this? And, and you've got it, you know? And you've got so much that you can learn. You've got so much that you can, all the new things, you try to learn a new thing. Um, I learned a new thing a week ago, Monday, about, uh, let's see, it's called, uh, sure, let's see, it's, uh, I have trouble with nouns. They, they go right out of my head there. Um, I, I asked this one fellow what he was doing. He's doing some woodwork, and he says, I was making some biscuit cuts, and I didn't know what a biscuit cut was. Mm -hmm. And so the poor guys, they were, we were all talking about it, and I did learn what a biscuit cut is, and it's kind of interesting. And maybe you could ask Harry what a biscuit cut is there. So go from that. So that's the intellectual, physical. We've talked about food. Food is very important in physical. Mm -hmm. uh, I've tried to keep up with activities. Um, you talked about the Olympics. I'm on Reese Park's volleyball team. Are you really? Yes, I am. I, I really awesome. am. I, I do things left-handed, and that kind of fouls, fouls everybody up, and we work on that. So no, I'm just <laughs> But I, I do, and I enjoy that. It, you enjoy the, the fellowship that you have. You can do that. I have to do more things more physical. I, do, I realize that. And, you know, it's, it is interesting how I have to use the walker now. I use the walker to get around because everything hurts. And, it, and maybe someday my goal is not to use it so much, but we have it there. 
And then, of course, you come to the spiritual. I know I put that last because to me, it's the most important thing. I think that's the, 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 the spiritual aspect is so important in my life. Again, uh, I'll go back. My wife and I, at the evening at 4.30, say, who are we going to eat with? In the morning, for our devotions, we always ask, what is God saying to us today? What do we find in God's Word? And my, I don't, I don't know, I, I just can't, ex I can't really express this, but it just seems like the Word of the Lord always seems to jump out at you. And one of the words of wisdom, and these aren't mine, I, I heard this, but it makes so much sense to me, is do you believe what you really believe? Do you believe what you really believe? And I'll just use the example, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the earth. Do I believe that? Do I really believe it? And that's so important in everything that we do. Lyle, I am loving all of these words of wisdom that you're too. sharing, especially about Masterpiece Living, those four areas yep. that you were mm -hmm. talking about, SIPs. And actually, we were on a few weeks ago. <laughs> that was last, last week. week. That was last week. We were talking about Masterpiece yep. Living right here on KFUO with Dawn Dieterman and, mm -hmm. and her aunt Patty, who are out at Meridian Village. But that, that social, intellectual, physical, and spiritual, that, that's wisdom right there as to yes. how to have a life where you can successfully age. And if you could try to do something in each of those every day that's so important mm -hmm. like the best illustration i can have is fold your hands please fold your hands now fold them the other way that's really hard what do you find out <laughs> it feels different it feels different it feels different so what we do here what you should try to do is to do something different every day you try to uh, I brush your teeth with the other hand. You do things of this nature. I had to go to the dermatologist. I don't know if you've been to a dermatologist lately, but they make you take off your clothes. And you have to sit there in this dumb robe, and you sit and you wait. And so I'm sitting there in this, in this place and waiting, and I wait and I wait, and I looked at my feet. And I thought, well, this is this way. I'm going to try my feet. And look, and lo and behold, it's the same thing. If you cross your feet the other way, it's different. And then I looked at my toes. Dumb. They really don't. You got that big thing there, and all of a sudden, I have never looked at my toes. Really. I don't know. I, I had time because you got to wait for them, you know. You got to always wait for them. So he came in and says, Well, how are you? And I said, I'm fine. Fold your hands. And, and you did the exercise yeah. with him. There yeah. we go. Yeah, and so he folded his hands, and I told him I just learned this. So I was, it didn't bother me waiting because I could really find all these things out. I have to go back in six months, and he said, well, maybe you'll find out more about your toes. So oh, it's, it's, it's there. It's it there. So. Well, Lyle, thank you for sharing yeah. some of those words of wisdom with us. We, I always love chatting with you, and I especially by trying something new every day. I think that's a great kind of word of wisdom here. And so now I want to turn to Susan, because you've kind of picked up a new pro not a new project. You've always loved painting, but I, at least I see your pieces of artwork more often around our office because she brings them in to share with us. Talk a little bit about um, why I asked you to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you asked me for a couple of things. I did. I did. <laughs> um, for, 
first of all, let me give you a little background on why I started painting. I actually started when I was in my 40s, never had any training. I, I started because I was bored on a rainy Sunday afternoon. Um, <laughs> kind and, of like today. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like today. It's a great um, day to start and I, a hobby. I've actually lived in a very rural area of western Kentucky, so that there wasn't a whole lot of distraction and I believe my husband was watching um, NASCAR racing and the noise was beginning to get to me. So um, so I, t- I started off with watercolors and learned real quickly that wasn't what my thing was because you can't mis- make mistakes Mm-mm. with watercolors. So then we went on to acrylics and I painted for a number of years, actually sold a couple of things. It was mostly landscapes because I, I was not very brave. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to St. Louis almost 20 years ago, I I was starting a new job, um, trying to get my youngest son who had moved with me acclimated into Mm -hmm. being a city kid instead of a rural kid, which was a full-time job in (laughs) itself. And so I didn't paint for a very, very long time. And then about three years ago, uh, one of my staff, she's the manager at um, the Village of Mackenzie Place, did a fundraiser at Painting with a Twist. And I got hooked again, (gasps) seriously hooked again. (laughs) And so the next thing I know, I'm over at Michael's and I'm buying out their whole artwork. Are there canvas sections? And um, I took over our dining room. Um, I'm the only one who has a $7,000 work table because that's how much this dining room (laughs) table my husband made for me. But anyway, um, and so I, I started again doing landscapes because that was my comfort zone. And then I think it's because I'm now... In my 60s, instead of my 40s, I'm a lot braver than I was then. Um, I think as as you age, you get more courage. And I'd always wanted to do portraits, so I started doing portraits. And I will tell you, the first couple of them were really, really (laughs) bad. But from trial and error, I, I discovered I, you know, I can do this. And so, so um, I would do dancers because I love movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I did children because I, for one of the first ones I did was one of my grandson. Um, I have done portraits for friends. I have done um, all sorts of different things. So you came to me. I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> it was and Thursday. <laughs> on Thursday. A week ago. Oh, on wow. Thursday, she came to me and said, I need a favor. <laughs> and I said, okay. No, just- no, no. I said, Susan, the most wonderful person in the world, uh, whom I love. And I said, cut to the chase. What you want. <laughs> and she asked me if I would do a painting that depicted our mission statement of older adults living life to the fullest. And so I, I asked her there when she needed it. And she goes, by next Thursday. Day, and I get okay, and so um, we we talked about it. She gave me some ideas, but I've always wanted to do this one. So I'm going to show you what I ended up doing. So especially if you're on Facebook Live, this is it. This is the painting. Now, you, what what you'll see. Um, for those of you in, in the radio audience, you can't see this, but do go on Facebook. Um, it's actually a two-tone. The top half of it is in black and white, and it shows a couple of young swing dancers. And then the, the bottom half is in color, and it's that same older adult couple who are still dancing. Um, I actually wanted to do this because of my parents. I grew up watching my parents dance through my living room to Tommy Dorsey and Benny Goodman. I actually like that music better than anything I've ever heard before. And they danced well into their 70s until my dad had had some degenerative back problems and could no longer do it. Um, but, But 
that just resonated with me because it was a passion that they had when they were young that they continued to do well into their older years. Sure. So part of, of doing commissioning this painting um, for Older Americans Month and, and kind of representing living life to the fullest is if you look on your Facebook page, if you're if you're there right now or if you're listening and you want to go to Facebook, we're actually auctioning off this painting. It's beautiful. Please go and check it out. And the proceeds of it are actually going to benefit something that's very close to Susan's very heart, so. which is Project Wellness, which is something that you've heard about at KFO as well. And it's all about how can we um, help older adults who are maybe low income take control of their health. And so Project Wellness does that through a telehealth kiosk and a parish nurse. Um, so anything that you donate there towards this this final, this beautiful piece there will go to benefit other older adults. So Susan, thank you so much You're for welcome. the last minute request <laughs> there. Go check it out now. The auction is live and it'll be live through May 19th at noon. So go onto our Facebook page and check it out. Yeah, and we'll have, we'll have that link on the archive to this program as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services, um, and you'll be able to see that beautiful piece of artwork. So thank you, Susan. Thank you, Lyle, all of our guests here. Yeah. It's been a it's been a very enlightening program. I feel so much wiser now. I do. I, I'm going to try a new thing every day. We've got just about a minute left. So next week, next, what are we doing? Well, we got two, two three weeks, weeks from now. Two weeks. two weeks from now. Sorry, May 18th. Um, back and Anne mentioned this earlier because back by popular demand is our in-house mm-hmm. counsel Brian Reinhold. Um, he gave us some great legal advice last time, and he's actually going to be answering some of your questions. So if you call three one four nine nine six one five four two, which is a number here at KFO, and leave a voicemail message for Brian with your legal question, maybe about aging. Um, some of the topics maybe Ann mentioned today. Brian's going to answer them on air on May eighteenth. So again, that's three one four nine nine six one five four two, and Brian will be in studio answering questions. And that's that's always a very enlightening program because a lot of people, if they don't know a lawyer or know somebody that that has that kind of experience to to. Even even answer those questions. It's, it's a very valuable resource for, for you to oh, have and for you to bring in studio for us. Definitely, definitely. And he's super excited about it as well. So May 18th at 10 a.m. again during Faith and Family. Send in your questions and, and he's going to tackle them. Sure, sure. And uh, Susan Hutchinson, Hutchinson, I can't talk anymore today. It's it's the rain. I'm going to blame, blame it on the rain. Uh, thank you for being in studio with You're us welcome. today. And, and Lyle... Lyle, thanks so much for being our guest. Thanks for asking. uh, Appreciate it. For sharing sharing your wisdom with us. We're all out of time. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna go and and be wise the rest of the day. (laughs) More uh, or uh, join us for thy strong word coming up next. You're listening to KFUO. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.